0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a long-time listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final
1: girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddie, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree
0: and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with
1: BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com D-F-W-T-O and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot D-F-W-T-O. And remember guys, don't fuck with the original. Now let's get into the episode.
0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFTO. We almost forgot to do this. Okay, go. (laughs) Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I am your host Casper. I am your other host Becky Gremlin here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because
1: Wednesdays are for podcasts and we're back. We are. We are back. And we are getting spooky. I was fucking sick.
0: So (laughs) (laughs) you really were. (laughs) And now my fiance is sick, but I'm I'm over here living on elderberry and vitamin C like nobody's business. You know what though?
1: It honestly only really hit me hard for like two solid days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then the third day there was still like crud, but I had an appet- I had my appetite back, and then by the weekend I was good.
0: And on the third day, God good. created the Remington Bolt Action <laughs> So that man could fight the dinosaurs <laughs> and the homosexuals amen so guys we are know- those at
1: the creation museum anyway
0: uh <laughs> what gays yes and dinosaurs <laughs> the, the gay dinos too ah, gay dinos! um they said oh, i love, Rar. I love <laughs> anyway So, um, we are getting spooky tonight, actually. We are going to be discussing The Nun 2. Um, If you haven't seen it, I suggest you turn this one off until after you have seen it, because we're going to talk spoilers, as always.
1: Lots of spoilers. And,
0: um, yeah, I'm really excited. This is the first, like, actual movie, new movie that we've discussed in a really long time. We just haven't been to the theaters much. It's just life and time and money. (laughs) and all of those things i miss living so close to the springdale one because that one was just convenient well and there's
1: also were a couple
0: of uh there
1: were also a couple movies that i saw that you didn't see well at least one because i saw boogeyman well you
0: saw insidious too and insidious the red door insidious five but insidious also right yeah (laughs) um Which hit me in the feels. Um, I haven't actually seen a movie in the theater until Scream, or besides Scream. This is the first one since Scream. uh, Six. And City is the Red
1: Door, I just, I had to see. I hated that I didn't wait to see it with you, but.
0: It's okay. It just As long as you promise not to see The Conjuring 4 without me, then it's okay. No, The Conjuring (laughs) series, that's That's our thing thing for sure. Yeah, but. um,
1: Also Saw X, I can't. The Bookman just didn't live up to the hype like that was my biggest that one had so much hype and it was sort of like a date night date movie for me and hubs and we liked it but it was like yeah you just can't trust those ones were like oh my god it was so scary yeah. Yeah. no yeah.
0: i don't know if any movie will actually affect me in the way the fourth kind did truly Whew. And to be honest with you, the conjuring the first time. It was so funny. The first time I saw the conjuring. guy scared the shit out of describe
1: me, but... it on a podcast a few weeks back to someone who had never seen it. And he believes it's real. And like the way he's describing it, the way he's describing the fourth guy to <laughs> <did> someone, <laughs> listen, it was. <laughs> It was the, it was single-handedly, I'm, I was laughing so hard, because I was like, listen, if I still, if I really, not that I don't believe it's kind of half real, but like, or like, that shit's like, not real,
0: but like, fully, wholeheartedly the movie was real. If
1: I believe the movie was like, Mm -hmm. totally, totally real, and I'm describing it to somebody that's never seen it, the way this guy was describing it. If if you would have saw the look on the guy's face as he's describing it, and he's like, what? And then they pull up the chair. And it's showing the, like, when people were going through the, like, hypnosis and everything. And the look on the guy's face that had never seen. He's like, oh, my God. That really happened. It, like. It took me back to when I first watched it. And that movie is so, that movie is so scary.
0: The way that they did the fourth
1: kind. in Dark Skies. And I saw Dark Skies late. Dark Skies scared me. That was a good one, too. (sighs) It was so creepy. It just, it creeped. It was so creepy. It was just the idea. Mm hmm. It felt so real, like the fourth kind felt so real, and it (coughs) and it got so like,
0: oh, it was just creepy. It was so creepy that the fourth kind was actually real. And
1: I haven't like legit. I think the story like that happened, but I think the names were changed. Like I do
0: believe that that really did. But I thought the movie itself was actually real, like Paranormal Witness style, like. Shot like it's obviously a mockumentary, but I thought it was an actual documentary. I was fucked up for you. What's I'm saying? This guy still thinks it is amazing. So he's describing it as if it is
1: amazing. So the guy is descri- that's what I'm saying. Like that's what like I was I I was almost I was like losing my voice. I was laughing so hard because I'm like I was like you. Like if it if you still have it in your brain that it's real. And you're describing it to someone that's never seen it, never heard of it. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> because I have not, like, that in Dark Souls, I have not legitimately been, like, creeped out in a long time. I haven't had a movie, like, really, like, like, I'm, like, up at what night. The fu- yeah, like mm-hmm. you wake up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden you're. I mean, like, I'm genuinely creeped. the fu- Like, I'm creeped out. It's been a long
0: time. The Conjuring, like I said, the first time I saw it, it did that. But after seeing it again, it's a comfort movie now. But the first time I did see it, it did scare me. Not the way the fourth. Con- Nothing. No fucking horror film. And let me tell you, we've seen a fuck ton. No horror film has ever. Ever affected me, scared wise, like the fourth kind did. I was up for two weeks. I couldn't sleep because I was so fucking scared that these Somalian demonic aliens were gonna come into my room. Sumerian? (laughs) Sumerian. Not Somalian. My bad. (laughs) They're pirates. Uh, Well, not all. (laughs) But, like, sincerely, like, I was terrified because to me, it was almost not even like they were aliens, it was like they were demons. It was fucking terrifying. I don't care what anybody says. The fourth kind fucked me all kinds of it, sideways. It did to me what, uh, you know, because I'm old enough to remember like what the Blair Witch Project
1: did. Like, that movie really fucked me up. That movie fucked me up. But I think, you know, it was, it was the... It, it just created such a firestorm. Mm-hmm. There had never been anything like that. And I know, like... What's so funny is people like when I talk about the movie. I'm like, if you if you weren't there and don't remember, like, what happened when that movie came out, it's it's very hard to not get the fact
0: that you can watch it now and be like, oh, it's a good movie. But like, I'm very thankful that even though I wasn't around for that one, I was around for movies like The Fourth Kind and Paranormal Activity. Because it gave me a taste of what Blair Witch was. Because paranormal activity, people thought was genuinely real I for did a too. long time. See, too. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah. So paranormal. Yes. See, I'm so glad you brought that up
1: because yeah. that was the second one to come as close to where we were like, yo.
0: Especially because it was in select theaters. It was very weird the way that they came out with that movie and so and if then I people Katie started seeing Katie and you told me that I would have. <laughs> She's like people were running from me. And I'm like, bitch, well, duh. Katie's where been known, th- and then you see this demonic th- bitch in the grocery I'd store. I'd have been looking at her, and if she looked turned and just look at me,
1: I I'd pee myself. I would pee myself. And I have a legitimate medical condition.
0: <laughs> so I would I would pee myself. <laughs> like, but yeah, I I know we're gonna talk a lot about the nun tonight. Obviously, we're gonna give our rating and stuff. The nun too was not scary. Um I'm not surprised. The, it seems like a lot of the Conjuring movies. I can't say they're not scary, but they were very story driven, and I love I love that though. I very much. That's one of the reasons why it's my favorite series. But it definitely was scarier than the first one. There was one jump scare that made me just about fly out of my seat, even though I knew it Same. was coming. I'm glad it wasn't in 3D. Otherwise, I probably would have checked my glasses. Yeah, the only the only but part
1: of the original conjuring movie i think that like scared me was the very beginning i will always say that when she that initial like her coming down the hallway you mean the nun or the nun what'd i say you said the conjuring damn it the nun who's coming down the
0: hallway (laughs) the nun coming down the hallway
1: and mm-hmm. all the little times where you like caught her in the background—that was creepy ooh, as see, hell. See, they did that in the second one see, a lot too. That, that was that ooh, was good. Any who, let me tell you, who was the king, and this is why I need to go back and watch it again because I know I missed a lot. Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Any who, let me tell you something. I need. Ooh, if anybody's listening, I need. I need more of these fucking paranormal movies. To do that, mm-hmm. don't. I'm. I listen. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of it. the weird background shit because I get so God damn that will make my skin crawl, goosebump over my whole body when you hide scurry ass shit in the background in the corners. I'm like, what is that? What was that? What was that? You will fucking mm. tony paulette
0: flying around Ooh, at the corners please, of hereditary please please, please please
1: please please i need i need if you are gonna do a good paranormal movie i need you need more of that there was a scene you need the weird little background shit because i'm telling and i you,
0: love the fact people, that, that that will
1: literally my skin's crawling right now because i'm thinking about like all these different the, the the nun we just the nun two all that little background stuff I love the that fact digs that, deep in people. That creeps me the fuck out. First of all, ninety percent of
0: this movie was black; you couldn't see anything. I think it was, um, but part I did, of that, I think, that was the theater. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I was like, I need you to turn the brightness up a little. But I love. There were a couple scenes where a church, like this, was towards the beginning. There was a church, and there was it was dead quiet. And I, I really appreciate the sound usage mm-hmm. in this one. Because it was made to, it was creepy as fuck. Um, but towards the beginning, there's a scene where obviously you know Valak is there because you know it's Valak. But you cannot see. It is so fucking dark that all you can see is the, the white part of the nun's outfit mm. and the cross. That's all you can see. And you can barely see some eyes. And it's like, that was enough. And I'm like, that was all. You that's fucking to see. creepy as hell. Like that shit. That is Valak, and that's what I love about Valak so much is that she's just in the shadows, just doing shit like that. But yeah. um, yeah. But I,
1: I think I think that is to for me though. I think that's such a perfect symbolism of demons. Mm-hmm. If if you believe in the lore, if you be, we believe obviously, it's a real thing that. It is to lurk, evil is to lurk in the shadows. Like mm-hmm. you you feel it. The presence is is there. You may get these little short glimpses. That's why I'm saying I like that like corner out of your eye, like what the fuck was that kind of thing. But because that too, like your eyes play such tricks on you that if if you see that and the glimpse of it, it's it's in your bones. It's the it's the feeling. You've already put in my head, so now it's the feeling of the presence mm-hmm. already being there. So the little bit, j- just giving you a little glimpse of a, what, what was that? Now it's in you. Mm-hmm. Now it's already in you. Now you're ready. Now you're ramped up because you've already, you feel it. Like you feel the presence of, of it, of Valak being there. Valak is like, dope as hell.
0: So they, um... I love how they started it off because... It's such an amazing character. James it's one such really an amazing character. Because also saved took his real... ass because he spelled it. There is an actual Valak right. demon, if you guys didn't know that. Um, but he spelled it differently. It's B-A-L-A-K, not And, see, and that's not the first time right. movies have done Because Payman. Payman's real. Right. And that's Paranormal Activity and uh, Hereditary's Demon. And uh, well, the first time I heard about it was in last shift. In last shift, yeah. Last shift, yeah. But um,
1: yeah. So, but um, I think they even spelled. I think they spelled it P A Y M O N, but it's P A I M O N.
0: Yeah, they had. They try to do that to save their They try to I listen. But so I would, but I would too. So this movie actually started off really creepy, and even in the, even in the beginning. So like this. It's I was actually very Valak was very different in this one. Um not as super elusive, but more like in your face and just killing people. And I was like, did you hear me at one point? I was like, man, Valak is fucking wild in this. Yeah, is, like this bitch is on a rampage. Coming like all
1: out. But you find out that the main reason why you find out later that there's a pattern mm-hmm. to why. She's losing her mind. Valak is like <laughs> going all in, immediately killing like very beginning of the movie. You you have a priest lifted up in the ground that self emulates, emulates is how it's actually pronounced, but lights on fire in the church. And then I immediately knew, I don't know if you caught it. But people that saw it, I immediately... The figure walked... So you saw the shadow of Valley, and mm-hmm. then you saw a man walking away. I knew it was Maurice. Oh, yeah. Like, I immediately caught on it that it was Maurice. Like, oh, easily. That I, I just knew.
0: Well, it's because you knew in the last one he was possessed by her. That there was still going... Yeah. Obviously, there was going to be some
1: connection to bring Maurice back in this one. Because we know what happened in the last, at the end of The Nun. Um, so then we're back to St. Irene. Or, Sister Irene should be a saint, basically. I mean, Sister
0: Irene. I mean, in all honesty, <laughs> the fucking Varmega. sisters are saints. They are. I said Varmiga. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I just mixed Vera and Varmega and said Varmiga. Um, no sister irene is in a convent i guess yeah she's in a convent and who um... played who played um the black girl that was like her best friend
1: storm reed
0: because she looked familiar as hell
1: she's a child actress like she did a lot i think she did some disney stuff when she was a kid
0: um she was in the last of us i remember that she was in the invisible man i didn't watch euphoria i didn't see i didn't watch that Man. either i didn't see missing um i didn't see the she was in 12 years a slave, I did a see, of slave really uh, i did little. see that i do remember her from that mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was 10 years i older. honestly think it was the last of us because that'd be the most recent thing i would have seen her in she's a great actress i love her yeah i do know that she started off
1: originally uh acting as a kid she's a child actress so she had done i thought it was just mostly disney stuff i I knew but i i never saw um i did not watch when they see us i do recommend that anybody that doesn't know about the central park five case um i've heard because the the actual men that were The actual Central Park Five were uh, directly involved in the making of it. I highly recommend anybody that doesn't know about that case to please watch that. It's uh, heartbreaking. I already knew about it, so I didn't want to watch it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see any more of this stuff. Um, I'm like I already know about it, so it's good I saw it. But if you don't know, you, I, you know, if you if you honestly don't know, even if it's painful, you need to. It's it's part of something that you need to educate yourself on. I I believe so. Um, but yeah, she's an amazing. I mean, she did a great job in this as movie. Young like, as so she good. is, she did really, really, really. I don't good think I realized movie.
0: Taissa was younger than me. Well, that's just, that just sucks. <laughs> When you, when you see super, super successful people <laughs> younger than you and you're like, fuck off. Um, but no, I... First of all, I really want to say, and I know this is the second movie she's been in, but I just love that both of the Farmiga sisters are involved in this series because I've loved them since before the Conjuring series even happened. They're two of the greatest people and I just... I love them. And I love that they're both doing it. And... I just think it's amazing, that's all. Wonderf- wonderfully talented actresses. Yes. Like. And like ridiculously astoundingly beautiful. Both of them are. And I think, I'm I'm glad that I haven't actually seen a lot of things that Taisa has been in. Because
1: this sister Irene character, she takes her on. It's such a. So I watched the, I watched the first one Monday and then, and it's interesting to see even though there wasn't that much time done in between the two of how, and I don't know if maybe this was with lighting or makeup or whatever, but also a lot to do with her acting ability. You Mm -hmm. saw this, I don't know, this like pureness Mm -hmm. in her in the first one that just came across so naturally in her acting that you, not even just so much with her conviction to God and her true belief, but like this calling of her visions as being something that she feels like is her duty to God, that it is not a curse. This is her, this is her divine duty to to do this to to take this on when she had when you can just see this this pureness in her heart um that by the second one you still see that but she looks so tired <laughs> she does she looks <laughs> so tired and it's like interesting when <laughs> there's this like there's this scene where one of the nuns is telling the story about what happened at St. Carta and they don't know that sh- this her. is her and they're talking about that this you know that nun had a nervous breakdown and everything and I'm like I'm sure she probably did have a nervous breakdown I don't know how you I, it's you know it's probably why she just went away to a small convent and said I don't want to I would just, I just want to be a regular nun and have a quiet life, and I which was really funny do...
0: because when the when the um, church came to ask her for help again, she said no. She said no. She's like, I'm tired. Like <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm tired of this grandpa. <laughs>
1: um, like she just didn't want to do it, and I think that. You know, even though it was even though it may have seemed like a throwaway line, I, I think with them, you know, with the church asking her like, you know, only someone like you can do this. And you saw like in her eyes that she knows that she's always known, especially in the flashbacks of her mother. And then we start to get that whole backstory that she's probably known her whole life. That this wasn't something that this that she was cursed with. That this was a divine, this was a this was a divine gift that was also going to be her duty to use.
0: It's just like Lorraine said. God brought us together for a reason. I'm pretty sure it wasn't to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> so she, what
1: when was, the church does come to her, well, she she actually has a nightmare. About, about Maurice. About Maurice. Mm-hmm. Where he asks her for help. She knows that something's wrong. And basically it was like her dream, you know, somebody came to her and it was the church asking her for help. So she she's already got it in her mind that it's that it's Maurice. Even though she doesn't actually know she had the the vision, essentially nightmare or whatever. So, Sister Deborah goes with her, even though she didn't want any help. She told her how dangerous it was going to be, especially when she finds out that the reason why Sister Deborah was sent to a convent was for all the wrong reasons, and that she really didn't have faith. And that was one thing she told her, like, if you don't have faith, like, you know, you're not going to survive this. Those nuns at St. Carta had given up their whole lives, and, you know, literally their lives to God to try to... You know, get rid of this 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 thing to get rid of Valak, and you know it didn't work. They it killed them. So she goes on this journey with her because they're basically following the pattern of. You know, it, it seems like every so everywhere Maurice is going as he's possessed with Valak, is where each and every one of these there's like a nun that's murdered, a priest that's murdered, like all these. You know, it's following. Which churches. is funny
0: because when you find out that there's a connection, they're they're showing you these rosaries that have a crest on them and the brightness was so bad. They're like, until, like look at this connection and I'm like, Bitch They literally, literally had to
1: hold it under a lamp until we finally Oh, that's what it is. Okay. okay. I see
0: it. What are you I see talking it. About? So <laughs> it's like what <laughs> But it's also really cool too because they're like they're trying to figure out what Valak wants, right? They're trying to figure out what's going on, why Valak is killing these people and what the connection is. So and- we know that we know that that it's Maurice that's
1: possessed, yes. but we don't know why Valak is on this path and what it's looking for. Like, what she's after. So, ultimately, he comes to a boarding school that was once a, uh... Winery. Uh, a winery. Which
0: was before a monastery.
1: Uh, for monks.
0: hmm
1: And, um... He's... There's, uh... So, the reason why the church part was closed is that the head mother... Or headmistress of this kind con- of uh, boarding school, her son was an altar boy and he was killed in the church part the chapel part of the of the boarding school um and there's a teacher there with her daughter sophie and uh you can tell sophie basically wants to hook up her mom with maurice she's like mom and need stepdad come on
0: it's actually like really so... fucking adorable like maurice and um Sophie's, Sophie's relationship. relationship. I think it's a lot so of, like cute.
1: She gets bullied a lot because they think I don't. And I'm like, y'all don't get it. Sophie
0: does not have a crush on Maurice. Sophie's trying. To get it <laughs> Sophie's down. trying to get her mom to have a crush yeah. on Maurice, like, ma. even though clearly she does. But, ma. which is funny. Did you hear so, me? I was like, that's literally Susie from Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> I had not seen her. In oh my years. god, it is. Yeah. I, from the Chronicles of Narnia, she's the cracks. older sister. I haven't seen her in a Thousand. Years and I hadn't seen her in a thousand years. I was like, Oh my god, it's not since that movie. Yeah, I I haven't seen her. Um, but yeah, so it's really cute because he has this beautiful little relationship with her, and you can tell that him and Kate are kind of on each other. Um,
1: but there's some weird stuff happening there where you've already put together, like, okay, this is what's and what's what's really sad
0: is that he knows. You can tell that he knows something is happening, but he does not know what. Yeah, he doesn't because he's not obviously there when Valak's taking over him. So right, he, it's he... almost like he goes into like a sleepwalk
1: type state, like mm-hmm. a trance, like trance like state. Um. So at one point, the uh, headmistress of the boarding school was killed. She goes into the. She catches Maurice at the door in one of his trances and then um she wakes him out of it he leaves uh she hears noises behind the door she unlocks the door and she thinks she sees her dead son when in actuality it's it's valak um pretending pretending to be her dead son and kills her and uh unfortunately kate finds her body and
0: um And while all of this is happening, you've got a sister Irene and Sister Deborah, or just Deborah, I guess she wasn't. And they're getting closer. They're getting closer now to figure out what Valak where Balak so wants. so by this point, Sister Irene has had a vision that shows right. her what Balak wants, but is not right. necessarily fully understanding what it is. So she sees this vision of this person cutting somebody's throat and they're holding this like relic looking thing. And she's like, okay, well, that's what Valak wants. But she's like, what, basically, what the hell is it? And they're talking to, what, who was he in the so Catholic a, Church?
1: He was basically a librarian. They go to the Vatican, okay. it's like Vatican archives, yeah. church archives, um, which is actually not far from where this boarding school is in France. And um, that's where the guys see the, the crest. They're able to, the crest on the rosary, they're able to, because she gets the when she has one of her visions and she blacks out and Deborah finds her um and then she wakes her she she awakens uh at this hospital uh Deborah says the altar boy from the beginning of the movie where the priest was burned burned alive gave her the priest' Rosary that had that crest on it that was in all the pictures that they were able to take to the archives and Uh, show that it was it was a part of a group that was protecting this relic of uh was it saint lucia saint lucy lucy um who's the patron saint of the blind and uh essentially the the vision so that's all linked back to that there's a picture of her at that in that priest's room in the beginning um and even deborah said that it's it's creepy because she's like holding these eyeballs so you find out that that's what happened to her, essentially. why You know, sure, her sainthood where the pagans gouged, slit her throat and gouged her eyes out, but her eyes were kept as a holy relic. And these the priests and the nuns were actually her bloodline, so they were part of her ancestry that, down through the ages, have kept this relic from falling into demonic hands, like Valak, and ultimately it ends up at this monastery that's now this boarding school which is why valak led maurice there because if it falls in you know
0: so they find out and valak's basically trying to find it there because they don't know where it is exactly in that school right
1: they don't know where it is so valak
0: is kind of just like on and off possessing maurice and trying to find this valak trying to find this valak trying to find this relic relic. because they basically he literally said the hands these eyes in the hands of a demon well demons were once like, angels right that had you know power from god so you would you basically be able to get that power and they back. were like if it's in the hands of a demon like it's unbelievable what they could do so obviously we're like no they need to get it first <laughs> so that's when irene and deborah go to the boarding school and let me tell you something, my little my little heart, when Irene and um Maurice saw each other for the first time since all of this shit had happened, I was like, they love each other so oh, much. Oh I'm sorry, it wasn't like,
1: the Vatican archives, it's the Palace of the Popes. Mm. But it's basically a big library. Might as well be like a Vatican right library, basically, but that is a real place.
0: So Maurice is like really connecting with Kate and her daughter Sophie and they're having a nice little time and Maurice is kind of acting a little strange and Kate's like what's going on and he's like nothing it's fine and then he's clearly not okay and then he's you know like telling them basically you know we got to get out of here we got to leave and then he runs into Irene and Deborah, and Irene's like get the basically get the hell away from them and they're, they're literally like, poor Kate and Sophie. They're like, what is going on? Now,
1: throughout this time, Sophie has actually had glimpses of Valak. That was yes. something we didn't mention. Oh, yes. Because this will go back to where they actually end up finding the relic. Um, <clears throat> in this chapel, so Sophie's being bullied by these girls. Um, so by this time, too, like... Any of the kids, par- any of the kids who had parents had picked them up. Like once the head mistress, mistress was killed, they had all the kids leave the boarding school except for a few remaining kids. and of course Sophie and Kate and Maurice. Um, and amongst those few remaining kids were the kids, these three girls that bullied Sophie. And when they took her in the chapel, there was this game that they would play where there was this stained glass that had a goat in it. and when the sun, when the sun or a light catches the eye of the goat, <clears throat> the eye reflects red, so um, we'll go. We'll come back to that too. <laughs> but um, so when they were playing that game on Sophie, and they left her alone and locked her in that chapel, she saw a vision of Valak. Um, when she thought her mom was calling her, and she goes up these this stairwell. And she opens this hall door. That
0: scene? It was
1: the hallway in the Warren's house with Valak at the end of the hallway. In The Conjuring
0: 2. Yes. Um, I literally audibly went, What the fuck? So there were times throughout where uh,
1: Sophie was having these visions of Valak going on that she was
0: seeing. So she knew something was going on, but. But you know what's even more wild when you think about that scene of her seeing her in the Warrens' hallway? That was before anything ever even happened with Mm -hmm. the Warrens. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So that's where you have to realize that
1: the footage of the Warrens performing the exorcism on Maurice in the first one, and then what we see at the, you know, they bring it back to the end of The Nun... By this time in The Nun 2, the Warrens have not, they have not met Maurice yet. No. They have not had They're not in the picture at all They're not in the picture at all yet. So they've had no interactions with Valak. They don't know who Maurice is. So that's what was even strange. So we know that hallway. We understand that. But there's no connections to the Warrens yet. So I was just like, this is, that's one thing I can say... And and everybody that's fans, you know, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're as much of a fan of The Conjuring series as we are. And the one thing about that universe is when you start looking at it chronologically and you go back and you watch these movies and you notice these little things that connect back together, especially these ones with the Warrens. It's. yeah. That scene was amazing. I was, I was really, because that got that got me to thinking later. Like, wait, they're not even they're not even involved in... Okay. And Valak knew that was coming. Yeah, that's what. So I, Valak, see, Valak knows because obviously demons, they already, they already know. Valak,
0: Valak was like, "I'm gonna be in this hallway in like a few years, Like, <laughs> just so you know, just want to let you know what's happening." <laughs> so by the
1: time. Shit's hitting the fan, and Maurice is getting Kate and Sophie out, and then they meet up with Irene and Deborah. Irene's like, no, stop the presses. And then that's when Maurice is facing the fact that- This is
0: wild, though. Like, when she tells him it's him, and he changes. Yeah. Like, I- It's like when Billy Loomis changed in Scream, it's like that moment where you're like, Because he literally just kind of looked down and looked up and just had this grin on his face. Like, because Valak recognized her, obviously, and was like, well, I got things to do. So just walks off and her and Deborah are trying to stop him. And she's just, he's just throwing them to the side. like, I'm on a mission to go get these eyes, which was crazy because Valak did know roundabout where the eyes were. Right. Because he was headed to the chapel. And that's what actually gets them to go to the chapel. Because they're like, well, he was headed in this direction. Um, They actually are able to get him subdued for a second because um, Irene pulls out a crucifix and says, in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave this man. And he kind of goes in this Weird state, and then he passes out, and then they tie him up like really well. And I thought Deborah hit him over the head with something too. And that yeah, she 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 hit him really hard, busted him in the head with something. Um, So he passed out for a minute, and it was funny because they they like really tied him up, and they're like, "Will this hold him?" And Irene was like, "We need to move fast (laughs) because we're like that's not gonna hold him." No. So, they eventually, now they're going back to the chapel because they're like, well, clearly he was headed that way. So, I bet the eyes are in there. So, they're in there. They're talking. And then Sophie lets her know about the game that they played. About the devil. Um, and then the goat's eye turning red. Well, Deborah goes out to shine a flashlight through the goat's eye to see, like, what's going on. And it
1: basically turns into a laser pointer. Yeah. And where it's pointing at into the ground. They start digging. They find the relic. They find St. Lucie's eyes.
0: And while they're digging, bitch escapes. Valak he escapes. He's like, it! And turns into a fucking goat man. This and This is not black film. No. <laughs> No, this thing was I the wish, funniest no. looking face. Oh on my the god! Scariest though, body I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like when it
1: roared. I don't like. Anything, I couldn't stop laughing. I don't like anything crawling though. In the way it was I don't like anything going fast. down the stairs. I don't, like that. I don't like anything fast crawling.
0: The same like that. emotion that I felt in Hereditary when the mom was going like this with her head on the trap on the. Attic door was the same emotion that I felt when this fucking goat man was running down the stairs. And I'm not talking like just a little gallop run. I'm talking like, like when they first, when
1: they first initially, so when she shines the light and they find the eyes, the goat in the stained glass goes away. And the girls that were left um, in the boarding school were asleep. And the the two bullies heard like clearly before we even saw anything, and we saw the goat missing, and then they start hearing the the like those were clearly hoofs, right? Like I was like, oh hell! I no. was waiting for someone uh, to be like, like
0: it was not, like, <laughs> it's just, it's like, was I, not it was not <laughs>
1: like at all. That know.
0: motherfucker's face. No, <laughs> listen. And it was the way she shown the flashlight on it oh! at first. And all you could see were the horns. So you knew it was there. And then all of a sudden they were like, it's a goat. And then he turns and roars, listen. I was trying not to laugh because the face of this thing was so fucking funny. <laughs> but the way it went down the oh, stairs literally gave me the absolute most heebie Oh, I hate that.
1: I, I did hate not in any that. movie. You and I both no. like I don't like any crawling, Mm-mm. crawling up the wall, crawling down the stairs, crawling up
0: this all of it. I don't like any of it. The only the part fast, of the original Annabelle crawling. that was actually scary was that motherfucker on the stairs. Yeah, like I don't. I don't like that. No. So you got Valet it. going after you know, obviously Maurice and um Irene and them, and then you have Goatman going after Deborah and the other kids. Um, but Irene actually gets the relic. They're like, yay! And then what happens what happens in the chapel that basically she lost the relic and then Sophie ended up with it? There was a commotion that happened. I want to say Valak had a hold of her. I think Maurice got in there and got a hold of Irene. And she dropped the relic and yeah. then Sophie picked it up
1: and ran. And ran. Yeah. Something happened where, that's what I was trying to remember. Something happened where she dropped it. Ray the Maurice knocked her. I know he knocked her down. He was banging her, her
0: head against the ground too. He I was banging was her head against the ground. Two.
1: Cause it looked like her nose, cause after it was all done, it looked like her nose was broken and her abbot had flown off. And, uh, that's the headdress they wear. People don't know. um, <laughs> And Sophie by this point picks it up and she runs to this hiding spot where they actually it's in the the bell tower where they also kept the wine uh that the monks would have had and um to so the old wine barrels were still there and she she hid in the spot of the bell tower that Maurice had found her earlier so he as Maurice her, as Maurice way. so he chased her up there and when she when she actually like, held it close to her, it started glowing. Mm-hmm. And when she screamed, like he immediately that like triggered Valet because you know could sense it. And when it got close and she screamed, it like sent off this like sonic boom from this thing that like knocked it, knocked it away. So she was able to run away. But she only got because what, what ended up happening? Well, that when that bell, happened, it actually made the oh, whole, that's like, right. It made the whole so the whole sonic boom triggered the whole like bell tower. To, bell like, tower to start fell, collapsing. Yeah, the whole yeah. bell fell and collapsed. The whole like the stairs and everything in the bell tower. Now
0: somehow she had held on to this thing. Listen, this little girl really knew what she had. She's like, I cannot. Lose and Maurice this. had fallen. Mm-hmm. He fell all the way to fell the floor. all the way to the floor with
1: Asvalic, and she was still holding on to this, like, part of the walkway that fell. And then Marisa's Valak jumped up and grabbed her. And, um, she was able to kick him off. And then she was able to climb up and find a way out and was connected back with Irene. Um, and then that's when they all ended up inside where the wine barrels were, um... By this time, and th- everything's Kate kind of going up,
0: pretty bad right now. Yeah,
1: everything's going crazy. The girls see a vision of the headmistress; she's like a zombie thing. The Kate ends
0: up with the girls, and then this is the, the, when that happens. They all run out with Deborah. Yes. They all run to the chapel, but Deborah leaves and goes towards the bell tower because she's trying to find Irene at this right. Point. So Kate is now with the girls. Yes. So um, once they get into the bell tower, everything's going to shit. Like, they are trying to stop Valak. Because Valak's basically, like, fighting Irene and got her held up. And um, Yeah, because now Valak has
1: revealed herself. Like, Marcus That is scene there, was but, Like, the joke.
0: way Valak, like, basically rose up. Because he was um, getting up because he had fell down that really big way. And then right. he got... But when he's like slowly getting up, her coming out from him. Like yeah. that scene was amazing.
1: Um, the goat is still trying to come after the girls and Kate. They are back in the chapel at this point. Um Irene and yeah. So Deborah was trying her. Uh Sophie's trying to get away from Maurice at this point. Deborah's trying to help her. Valak, and, and her form at this point has Irene up in the air and then lights her on fire like she did to the Pope. And then um, you find out that that was one of the things that the Pagans actually did to St. Lucy. at first. They lit her on fire,
0: but her she body wouldn't burned. catch fire. And then that's when they gouged her eyes out. Um, and you're watching her remember, like, because she's not catching on fire and we're all just kind of like, what the hell? And you're watching her flashback in her mind. She's remembering the connection of all of the Saint Lucie's people. She's remembering her mom literally saying, You have my eyes. Her mom also had visions and was very connected spiritually. Her, her to father God. didn't understand it. Her father had her committed and she never saw her mother again. So it was like um, she was like, Oh my God, I'm a a de- you and then basically realized she's a descendant of St. Lucy. Through, Luc- through Luc- her mother. Through her mom. So she doesn't catch on fire and she actually falls to the ground. And Valak's kind of like, the fuck? and we're all kind of like yay because she's able to
1: harness the power because at this point oh that's right maurice got the relic deborah but yeah maurice got the relic that
0: happened before that's right
1: got deb deborah and irene were trying to get it that's when valak pops out and then um because like i've got it at this point but she still has some of the power Which is,
0: you know, and she's a descendant from St. Lucie. And what's really cool, too, is um, so what happened essentially is that Irene was trying to detach Maurice from Valak. And he literally said, please stop, sister, you're killing me. And he falls down and it was actually a ruse. Um, That's how he ends up grabbing the relic because they think he's dead, but he's not. So he grabs the relic, gets it, and then that's how Valak actually gets her yellow eyes. Because I don't know if people really paid attention to the original nun. She didn't have yellow eyes in the original nun. They were white. Um, They were also white. um, And this is what's wild to me is because in the original, like in the beginning parts of this nun, they were white. And in The Conjuring 2, they're yellow. So you actually, when she absorbs those eyes, her eyes turn yellow. So that's essentially why her eyes are actually yellow and not white. Um, but yeah, she basically gains that power and all's going, this is when all the shit's breaking loose. Like she finds out, Irene finds out she's a direct descendant of St. Lucy. And um, once she falls down to the ground, like her and Deborah are talking, like shit's going down with poor Sophie trying to stay away from Maurice and the other and Deborah Nuns. Deborah tells her,
1: which takes us back to the beginning, that Deborah basically said that one of the only ways that she would believe again is if she saw a miracle. And at that point, seeing what happened to Irene, Irene. she's like, That was a miracle. I witnessed a miracle. So, so that's when they both realize that she now has her faith. Like this is it. She's 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 definitely ready for this. Not only to be a nun, but she's ready to face to face Valak. Um, no, they're the end feeling scene totally was. Defe- they're feeling totally defeated. They're they're trying to help Maurice. Um, a lot of stuff's going on at this point, but then that's when they realize that. Uh, so a lot of the wine barrels had been destroyed, and wine was everywhere. all over the place. Wine was everywhere. So Irene looks at Deborah, and she says, "Sister, pray with me," and they start reciting. Now, I was not raised Catholic. Uh, my uh, my maternal grandmother was Catholic, so I did go to uh, a few Catholic services. So I did know the words of institution, uh, <clears throat> which is basically prayed. That's what's uh, so that's the Eucharist. That's what's prayed over. That's that's essentially like what blesses the wine before they give it to you. During Communion. Communion.
0: Which so basically turns it into the blood of Christ. So the Blood of Christ killed that bitch twice. Twice. No. I swear, I was just gonna remember I going, said, Are you fucking
1: kidding me? <laughs> I remember saying like wait, we gotta get another relic. Didn't the blood of Christ like the Blood of Christ did do it the first time? And then I was like, Oh no, we need the blood of Christ times two.
0: Well, we the reason the blood it of Christ didn't work again. the first time was because Valak had already possessed Maurice by that point. by that point. Yeah, we saw this, but they this did not know that, right? So yes. it was just funny because their hands were in the wine, and then they turned it into the blood of Christ, and all of the wine barrels just started exploding on and Valak. Valak's like God <laughs> damn! Valak's <laughs> like again? Not again. <laughs> So, essentially, it sends Valak back to hell. Um, I have, the only big question I have about that is, how does Valak return? And I'm sure there's going to be some kind of explanation for that. Um, Because, essentially, it really does look like Valak went to hell at this point. So, I don't know if Maurice was, I don't think Maurice was um, possessed again by Valak. Um, but I don't know how she's getting out again. Because clearly she does because she's in the conjuring universe, so or in the second conjuring. So um, but anyway, um, after that happens, everything dies down, everything's good, the goat man's gone, um, Valak is all gone, is well. all seems to be well, and then Maurice and Irene share a look and he just looks troubled and she looks at him like Well,
1: before this happens like i guess they i guess he had been resting because he hadn't been reunited with sophie and kate yet until irene brought him out and then they were reunited with him and they were so happy to see him back to himself and we all sort of have this false sense of like oh this is great they're all gonna
0: be together like this is good and then and i'm over um, here leaning over to you going is that the wife and child he kills and then um going back to the original conjuring when they talked about that right so when you see them walk away
1: together irene has this real like something's off it's not a place yeah it's just it's way off Um, so if you know anything, if you go back to our episode where we talk about the, the, the real story of Maurice Therault, like what actually happened to the real Frenchie, um, in his real life, he had a terribly troubled childhood, very disturbing, um, was abused by his father, um, and had a lot of different crimes, himself, uh, child abuse, um, attempted murder of his wife, different things. Uh, And then himself ended up becoming possessed. And by this time, when the Warrens got uh, involved and performed an exorcism On him, I guess, essentially, there were several demons inside of Maurice. So whereas they thought, the the Warrens thought that his exorcism worked, um, it seemed like he had kind of returned to normal. All of a sudden, a few, not not long later, he... uh, Attempted to kill his wife. He he wounded her. And uh, shot her in the... Basically blew her arm off with a 12-gauge shotgun. And then... Uh, killed himself. So... He did have a daughter. So... Um, a biological daughter. She is still alive. And... Uh, so I, I like... I like how, because they, we know that Maurice was real and we know that was one of Ed and Lorraine's real cases, but the movies kept it just fictionalized enough that when we are introduced to Kate and Sophie by the end, we know that ultimately that is going to be the representation of the real Maurice's wife and daughter because in the conjuring as we saw in the the footage of um ed and lorraine performing the exorcism of maurice in the movie ed is is speaking over the video to the presentation that he was giving that uh maurice had been troubled his whole life um killed his wife his child and then they're performing the exorcism on him so this But all of that actually happened after the exorcism in real life. So um, knowing the real story. So this is to anybody that if you are a fan, if you didn't see the movie, if you didn't know the real story of Maurice, I suggest you go back and listen to our episode if you guys don't know the real story. Um, But this is, if anybody didn't know that, this is basically what's setting you up to see what's going to happen. So Kate... And Sophie are the representation of the real Maurice's wife and daughter. But he did not kill his wife and daughter in real life. He wounded his wife, did not kill his daughter, but did kill himself.
0: And I absolutely love, too, that... And no I truly to...
1: believe that's because he was oh, possessed yeah. by more than one Oh, demon. yeah. So where they thought they had released one demon... There were others. There was still others, yeah.
0: I absolutely love that I had no idea what... Conjuring Four was going to be about going into this film. I just remember people saying at the very end of the credit scene, it sets up what the Conjuring Four is going to be about. So you think the movie's over, you see. But I, I didn't face. even need the the ending scene because you see I Wright, face, and then we start I to knew. go through the
1: different, you know, we know how they end it before they get to like the final credits. Like, you're like, okay, okay, okay. And we think the credits are getting ready to come, and all of a sudden, you hear the phone ring. I knew. I
0: knew before that even happened, and I know you did too. Yeah. When they were walking away and they shared that glance, I was like, the Conjuring 4 is going to be about him. If You hear that phone ring. <laughs> you see the Warrens
1: mailbox. They answer the phone.
0: Father Gordon wants us to look into a case. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So if anybody remembers, that was Father Gordon that was with them when they perform the uh, exorcism on Maurice. So basically what they're doing. Also, I shared this with Casper. If anybody caught this in the movie. Now, I could have been wrong. This may have just been because Thaisa and Vera look so much alike as (laughs) sisters. But there is a scene where uh, when Sister Irene is up in the air and she's on fire and you catch this glimpse of her eyes and she's flat there's all these faces flashing through and one of the faces i saw i swear it was lorraine's face and this is right before she sees her mother's face and her mother says you have my eyes and she puts two and two together that she's a descendant of saint lucy um so that that even for me before seeing the part where you see Ed and Lorraine answer the phone, and we know where this is going. So basically, what they've done now is set you up for the fourth one. And what Casper and I believe, which I think is this is what they're going for, and I love this is like the Mwah. this is like the icing on the cake. This is the perfect way to bring it back, end it, and bring the universe all the way back full circle to the beginning that the conjuring four is going to be about maurice's case so
0: and i also have theories um i would really 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 like sister irene to be in the conjuring four i do too and i really want them obviously this would be fictitious but i think it would be really cool to have her and lorraine be a descendant of saint lucy together and be either cousins Long lost sisters, uh, long lost aunt, niece, something. Because I'm like, Lorraine is basically a saint. In real life. Lorraine is a saint. But like, legitimately how cool would that be? Especially because you can't have them two on the same set and no one's going to talk about how identical they look. I actually... I would like that, but I almost
1: like it. I almost think it would be better if they just played it completely coy and did something <laughs> like, you know, you guys look alike. And they kind of look at each other and like, yeah, mm, I don't see it. Like <laughs> oh, Yeah, I, that would be funny too. I would like <laughs> I would almost love something more like that.
0: That would be just, really funny. To
1: where I I do want Sister Irene in this one, but I would love it if they played it like that. Like if there is no relation at all. But just people keep dropping these subtle hints and they're like why does
0: everybody keep saying we look alike and you're just like it's literally like devon Sawa's character in the chucky where it's like he kind of looks like your dad but <laughs> <laughs> point because you have to you know what i mean like either i want it out- to be a plot point yeah or not a plot point or but not still point it out but still point out the obvious because but like what like that would actually be hilarious if they were like what i don't
1: what do you mean? To like drop a little comedy relief, but that's always great. You drop a little bit of comedy in a horror film, you got to do that. Just a, just a little bit. You got to drop a
0: little bit to, you know, cuz it breaks up the tension. Like how funny it would be if Ed was literally like just glanced over and was like, "Oh, I thought you were my wife." Like <laughs> <laughs> Just any that's anything funny. like Oh, I thought <laughs> What?
1: Like <laughs>
0: like, "Oh, I thought you were Wait. What the fuck? Who are you? Like I'm literally you. you I'm literally like looking like at my nun. wife as 20 years younger. I'm so confused. Help! <laughs> <laughs> but if anything,
1: I loved how the endings always. The endings of these movies are always perfection. He really knows what he's doing. They, they're always just the most. Yeah. So. The movie did get a 52% Rotten Tomatoes, 59 on IMDb. Um, I cannot remember what I would rate the original one, but... I'd say for story, I kind of got to rate them the same, though. I don't know. I can't really... It's always difficult, usually with a, usually with a sequel to anything, it's kind of like you either, you, you loved it more than the original or you didn't like it as much as the original. But I think because this is sort of part of a universe, I feel like both of them equally I could watch over over and over and over and over and over again. I really, really do. Like I could watch them back to back and really enjoy them.
0: Yeah, I would have to say I'd have to rate them the same because it was like I told you in the parking lot. I love each one for different reasons. I cannot say one is better than the other for different reasons. Same. The atmosphere of the first one is so fucking beautiful and the cinematography is just so fucking well done in the first one. Not that it isn't in the second one because it is. But the second one is definitely focused more heavily on the story and on what Valak wants. So it's a different kind of plot line that's going on and a different kind of um thing that it's focusing on. That's why I love them each differently. This second one was more violent than the first one. Oh, the for first sure. one was a little bit creepier, but there are certain aspects of the second one that are genuinely creepy as hell. So and I feel like, and I hate this too, and I was telling my fiance this last night. I feel like because I've met the woman who plays Balik, it takes me out a little bit to where it's hard to be scared of her because she's one of the nicest, heartwarming, funny people I've I, ever met. I feel and the exact same it way, was right now. Exactly way now. Seeing her actual face as Balik, I'm like, I can't even be scared of her Yeah, because
1: Valak like, really used to creep me out. <laughs> I'm mean, genuinely used to just really. It's really her really and really the shadows that, that
0: still get me, though. And like, now. That's... Mm-mm. Those faceless nuns. I can't. I, I don't, don't know like that. Why. I don't know. See, but the only I don't thing, like that at all. The only thing that cre- doesn't creep me out about them is they literally look like they're about to fence. Hilarious. That's what I see. I never even thought about it. I that. see fencing help.
1: <laughs> I never even thought about that.
0: <laughs> well, no, you're never going to unsee it.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm not. <laughs> all, like, all I kept thinking was, I don't want to see that ever. Like if I saw that walking down mm. a dark a dark hallway. Like if I like stepped into a hallway and I saw that thing down a hallway just like walk by, I'd like, mm. nope. Goodbye. I'm
0: like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, but overall, I genuinely do think that it was a fantastic film. I think it was a great ad. To the Conjuring universe. Um, As far as putting it where in my rankings, I don't know. It doesn't touch my top three. Um, My top three I don't think will ever be moved unless the Conjuring 4 can somehow break the top three. Um, Because the Conjuring 1, the Conjuring 2, and Annabelle Creation. It is very hard to beat those because they actually scared me a little. Um, Annabelle Creation creeped me the fuck out. I don't... It Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> but, um, I really do think I genuinely feel like he's going to have Taysa in the fourth conjuring. I don't, I just because Irene and Maurice are so connected, it would make sense for her to be in it. I feel like it wouldn't make sense for her not to be in it unless somehow she, unless they created some kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like out for her. Like if, whatever she went to a convent and wanted to be in silence for the rest of her life or you know whatever. Um I pretty much feel like he's gonna add her in it because I feel like it would just add a little bit more to it. But regardless, I really feel like the Conjuring Four is gonna be a masterpiece and I can't wait to see how they exactly do it. Um and I love how each one of these films, because besides the Curse of Why Ronic because fucked that movie. Um, they all just genuinely interconnect and intertwine with each other like a giant spider web, and it's beautiful. I just, I love that. Yeah, the director of um, the director of The Nun
1: 2 did, you know, basically saying without saying that there is a tie-in. Like, the way you know, there was already speculation that had started before The Nun 2 came out, that there was going to be a connection between that and The Conjuring 4. And I think just anybody that, you know, like we were saying, if you're a fan of the universe, you know it's... That was basically the plan, was that, you know, they all sort of circle back around into one another.
0: Um, I feel like when they made The Conjuring 2... And Valak became the center of the entire thing. And they were like, we have this character. We can really play around this and make most all of the movies center around her. And I know a lot of people were upset.
1: I know there were people upset that The Conjuring 2 didn't delve as much into the Enfield haunting as it could have. But, um... I think that they had to I thought that it was actually perfect to tie so there was a way that they were going to have to tie Valak into the movie somehow Valak was going to play a central role amongst the Warrens from the start like we knew that we knew Valak was going to play a role um so tying it into the second one uh apart from the infield the real infield haunting i think that they were able to do it in a very good way that made the film work but i can understand why some people were upset that the movie itself didn't deal directly with just the infield haunting but the thing is is that if you know in real life the warrens were weren't really that heavily involved with the actual infield haunting case They were basically consultants Mm -hmm. on the case, but they weren't as involved in the case as the movie showed. Mm -hmm. That movie was really supposed to be your tie-in with
0: Valak. And it made you know what happened when she saw, like, what happened with Lorraine, like, what she saw when she freaked out. (laughs) Right. In the first one. Because it it all came back. It still, it all comes back to Valak. Right. So I'd be, that's why I'm curious to see how Valak comes back because that's the only thing that really wasn't explained because I don't think Maurice is going to get possessed by Valak again, per se, because demons can, you know, obviously that's the vision that Lorraine got, but maybe it wasn't Valak that gave him that vision or gave her that vision. Maybe it was a different demon, you know? So I'd be very interested to see how Valak comes back and, um, how they're gonna tie it in a full circle, because we all know it goes full circle. And eventually Lorraine is the one that sends Valak back to hell. Right. Finally. Like like for real for real. So
1: yeah. So we'll know this will tie in what we saw of Maurice's exorcism and then um his story. And then his story. Yeah, because we know that we know how they defeated Valak. We know how Lorraine defeated Valak. She called Valak by name. Because at this point, we know Valak's name. But they don't. Nobody has said Valak's name yet. So you really don't, if you know any, you know, it's kind of demonology 101. If you know it's the name. The only way that you're really going to banish them is if you know it by name. So. We don't, and we don't know Valak's name until Lorraine figures it out, finds or... the name, and figures the name out, and calls it by name. So, uh, just a little, and real quickly before we end, just a little interesting tidbit. So, the running name now with the Conjuring Four is the Conjuring the Last Rites. So, just keep that in mind when we know what really happened with Maurice. Mm-hmm. So you know, is it not just an exorcism? Is he also getting his last rites? We don't know. So I, um, I'm really excited. I was really happy about this movie. If you're a fan of the Conjuring universe, hopefully you were happy with it as well. Um, just where it's falling into the universe and the, the little glimpse of what we're possibly seeing in this last Conjuring movie. But, um... Let's hope. I hope it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I think they've kind of.
0: The cat's kind of out of the bag at this point that this is where it's going. So. And also, kudos to James Wan for coming up with this ballet character because you really have created a horror icon through this series that I don't think you really meant to, but you have. And I. Besides. Pazuzu, I was like, what the fuck is his name? That's not um, like
1: a, that's not a, um, you know, this isn't like a slasher.
0: Like No, Valak like, is a... Valak terrifies the fuck out of me. Yeah. Because she's in the shadows. She's very elusive.
1: Well, and then just like they've said that they've, they've said from the beginning, it took on the form of the, you know, how blasphemous can you be as a demon to take on the form of a nun? Mm-hmm. Like, that, that in and of itself is terrifying.
0: Yeah. So. So, yeah, I'm, I absolutely love uh, what he has done with this character it's in this series. Happy. And I cannot wait to see the next one. Very happy with this Which movie. I would say is probably the last one, which so. is fine.
1: It's I'm fine. I'm totally fine. This is going to bring it full circle. I'm so excited. It, this is perfect. Perfect little, perfect ending to... What's been a really, really, really amazing um, series? Horror series for sure.
0: It's like how many? Let's see: Conjuring so, One, Conjuring Two, Conjuring Three, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home, The Nun, and The Nun Two. So there's essentially eight. So there'll be the Conjuring Four. I think it was like the nine. first
1: Conjuring, the only one that really. There were some parts in Annabelle Creation that creeped me the. Fuck out too. Fuck that movie.
0: Ooh, it's so
1: stressful. boy. Listen, Oh boy, that movie. Was-
0: when Ooh. he she he's just fucking in the kitchen and he thinks it's his daughter. No, and it's just the eyeballs. Nope. and then all of a sudden you hear it cracking and popping oh, and the eyes I hate lift. that. Oh no, my
1: god, I hate I hate everything about that. No, we don't like that. Nope. No.
0: That's why no, the sir, I don't like two it. Two didn't scare me at all. But the way that that ended, yes perfect oh my god and the again way that any
1: horror directors out there listening that want to make more paranormal put, put stuff in the shadows put stuff in the background put Take stuff in the, cor- from in the corner of people's eyes like what was that
0: and also listen the curse of laurona fucking sucked because they tried to make her too much like valick yes they really did i agree i have not watched that movie since the movie we, theater. no so. just no not even i know but wasn't the priest in the Christ of Laiurina the same priest in the Nun? Yes. Which
1: was also the same priest in Annabelle, correct? It was the same priest in Annabelle. It wasn't the same priest in the Nun. Okay. The no. Just it Annabelle. It the same priest okay. in Annabelle. Yeah. was not the same priest in the Nun. Okay. But
0: no, because yeah, no, I Annabelle. fucking loved him. Father Berg.
1: Uncle oh, same. The holiest. Uh Holy him. shit! The holiest. The holiest. We loved him. <laughs> We loved but
0: it. But anyway, um, yeah, that's the whole movie. That's it. That's the that whole show, movie. <laughs>
1: if we spoiled it. We told you. We told you. So ya. there you go. Um, Guys, next week we will not be having an episode. Casper's lovely fiance will be celebrating her birthday. Her
0: birthday is literally next Wednesday. So uh,
1: <laughs> we are going to have another day off, but we are bringing back on October 11th the Scientology episode. We have not forgotten. They have not gotten to us. No. So, I just thought that was funny. I hope people got the joke of why we did not do the episode last week. If anybody knows that uh, Scientology seems to be notorious for going after people that have not so nice things to say about them. And we will not be saying nice things about them. <laughs> they are a fucking cult. I don't care if they have 501c. I don't care if they have uh, taxes status or whatever their that code is. But I don't care. I don't yeah. care if they are a cult. They are a cult. Um but no, they did not get to us. We will be talking about them. No, we, we just care. got you just got
0: down with the sickness. <laughs> She's going <laughs> to <laughs> No, that was good. That was
1: good. It just fucking sucked. It was terrible. So yes, we will be taking next week off and then we will be bringing back um we will be coming back with our Scientology episode. We hope you guys are excited about that because we are I'm really excited about it. it. Down, talking about all its craziness. It has been in the news a lot lately. Uh, basically, fuck the whole cast of that 70s show except for Laura Prepon and um,
0: uh, Topher, Grace. Topher Grace. You know, yeah. I've always loved Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved Topher Grace. I mean, I like him too. He seems pretty rad. I do. Your venom was awful, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You are
1: forgiven. Um. So yes, he did his best
0: <laughs> with what he had. Yes,
1: which was not a lot.
0: But anyway. Anyway. So yeah. Um. That is everything. And of course, you guys, you know our socials. We're at Instagram, Twitter, nope X, and um, Facebook, all at DFWTO eighty eight eleven. Or okay. DFWTO podcast handle DFWTO8811. It's been a while. All right. <laughs> <laughs> been a while. Um, if you want to email us uh, any suggestions for the podcast or say, Hey, questions, concerns, DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And then lastly, give us a follow and a subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Google podcasts, and Podbean. You'll always know when we put new episodes out and um, give us a rating. Every little bit helps. We appreciate it. They do help. We appreciate
1: our ratings on Spotify. We appreciate um, if you are leaving us ratings on iTunes. Thank you.
0: We do yes. not have Apple products, so. Uh... <laughs> and I, I'll be honest with but, you. I will never have Apple products. But thank so? you
1: if you are. No, I, I will not be uh, partaking in any, any Apple products. No, no thank you. Um, but yeah, we still currently have a five-point rating on Spotify, so thanks, guys. Um, and please, if you have any suggestions, let us know on episodes. But we are still cranking out some great. We have got some great topics coming up. Um, we really do. I'm so, so excited. We are very excited to talk about that. Also,
0: you guys, just to let you know, because um, we're not coming back next week. Chucky season three starts next Wednesday night um, on Sci-Fi. And I think it comes on Peacock the next day. I believe so. Actually, no. Peacock is
1: not airing unless... Peacock is not airing the uh, new episodes until after the season is complete. Well, popular. fuck them. I had to find that out the hard way because they, uh... I missed two episodes. I missed, like, the last two or three episodes of last season. And you had to wait. And I had to wait and watch them on Peacock. That's fine. But that's fine But because I was able to finish it. So yeah. I was able to completely finish the series and I fucking loved last season. And I'm just... This show has been so amazing and Don Mancini deserves... All of it. He really does. All of it. It's amazing. And I so,
0: love it. So uh that's so just starting, keep that in mind. And yes. then um Mike Flanagan's How Follow the House of Usher starts God really soon God. too. I actually think that starts next week. Hold on one second. Can't um so excited. Not Star Wars. No. I didn't know I didn't what? type that at all. I mean we love, but October twelfth. No. October 12th, which is actually a Thursday. Yeah. So it'll be the week after we'll be back. Yes. By then. So that starts on Netflix on Thursday, on October 12th. And then if you guys are aware, Saw X comes out in a couple weeks, or actually it might even be next week. And then um, at the end of October, for those of you who are big Hell House fans, I don't know if you guys know this. There is a prequel coming out on Shutter for the Hell House series, and it looks dope. I'm so excited. So as it comes out on October 30th. Um, so happy. I'm very excited that they actually went through with this, and I can't wait to see it. I just wanted you guys to know, because you all des- deserve to know. Please don't see Hell House 3. If you have, I'm sorry. Um,
1: but the first two are amazing, and I loved them. And I'm so glad my husband liked him too. Mm-hmm. Usually he's a he's a tough one with found footage, but he really liked Hell House. I would say if you have anybody that's a tough sell on found footage or just any horror films, like, Hell House is a good one. It is. I think that's a good one to start because it's scary. I don't care. <laughs> That's probably the most recent that I have been scared. Like those, that one in Houses of October, built the the first one, um, like I could not watch at home by myself during the day. They were were so real to me. Um, But I think anybody like, I wasn't a big fan of haunted houses. Everybody knows my haunted house stories. I've actually only been to one as an adult that I loved. Shout out Den Schoolhouse. Uh, but i think that that is a really for somebody to take that on as a concept for horror films especially found footage was amazing because yeah what if these fucking haunted houses this shit's fucking real shout out funhouse massacre too. shout out haunt also shout out yeah (laughs) it
0: it works
1: but anyway, guys, have a great night. We love you, we you guys so you much. We saw The none too. If we spoiled it, we told you. Yeah. And also <laughs> go
0: back and listen to our episode that we did about Maurice. Um, yes. It will give you a lot of Please. insight on The Conjuring 4 coming up. Because I'm I'm like, no, I have no doubt that's what it's going to be. An R.I.P. So. to the
1: real Maurice. Yeah. He had a horribly, horribly tragic life. So I almost feel like these movies, too, are sort of... I hope his... I I hope that this is honoring him in a way, even though they are fictionalizing his character and I hope his soul is finally at, at peace. So.
0: All right, guys. Well, we love you very much. We always appreciate your support as always. Have a wonderful week and we'll be uh, back in two weeks. Um, so next week, just go listen to the Maurice episode instead. And it is going to be officially October. Start decorating for
1: Halloween if you haven't already. Do it now.
0: Immediately. Get
1: spooky stuff out. Start the spooky movies, the spooky music. I don't want to hear no fucking Christmas shit either because some of y'all have already been on it. And I will skin you and hang up your uh, body as a Halloween decoration. So, I'm pretty sure that's Yay! allowed. It is.
0: It is okay guys have a wonderful <laughs> week and remember don't fuck with the original okay bye, bye. <sighs>